0: News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy.
1: Thanks to Vodafone. Think forward, get ahead with Vodafone Red Business. This is the News Talk Lunchtime Vodafone Business Podcast, and today we're going to talk about the perfect pitch and exploring effective communication strategies for your business. For that, I'm joined by Barbara Moynihan of onyourfeet.ie. Barbara, how are you? Very good, and yourself? I'm good, thank you. Um, Pitches are important because if you don't make a good pitch, your business doesn't get off the ground.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I suppose you've had a lot of people doing podcasts about social media, LinkedIn, getting yourself found, being on the cloud, your website. But your pitch is what happens when you're face-to-face with people. And like the face-to-face communications, they're always going to be there. So if you meet somebody and they ask you the simple question, what do you do? If you can't actually articulate that clearly, you're not going to be creating a great a great first impression.
1: It really equates to the equivalent of a job interview because that's effectively what it is. you You're, is. you're, Admittedly, you're trying to create a job for mm. yourself but that's what it is and we all know we've done good interviews, we've done bad interviews yeah. and how do you make sure you, you, you do the best you can in that situation?
0: Well, even, for example, I often liken your 60-second pitch to a radio ad you know, like your average radio ad is probably what, less than 30 seconds mm. in your pitch in 60 seconds. You've just all it is is a taster. You're trying to get people interested in you. And if you meet somebody in an elevator and you launch straight into the 60 seconds, I personally think that's a bit too long. I always talk to people about having your conversational pitch. So when somebody asks you what you do, you drip feed, then they ask you another question. So it's more a two way thing rather than just bombarding the whole 60 seconds, which is 120 words all in one
1: drop. Yeah. The, the elevator pitch is, is an interesting analogy as you, you get into oh. the lift and I think that the, this, there was a famous story from Apple years ago of God forbid one day you get into the lift and Steve Jobs is there. What do you say to Steve Jobs, the most influential man in your company, mm-hmm. if not in the world of technology? And there was, you know, horror stories of people having lost their jobs by the time they got out of the lift. So that, that that's a really good way of saying how you have to get it yeah. into a, a very tight little bit of information that sells everything and, and, you know, you get the message across.
0: Yeah, in a short way. And it's funny because you've touched on something there. People often think your 60 second pitch is just for somebody in business, you know, maybe an SME, a small company but really within a company if you're asked by somebody you know what are you up to now that you can actually say and I'll go through a three-part structure within a minute you know justify your existence in a very short snappy way but probably one of the best stories I ever heard around the 62nd pitch was there was and uh, this happened back in the 80s back in the olden days way before your time Jonathan. <laughs> you're and, very good. Uh, There was uh, four guys playing golf out in clantarf And one guy said to the other guy, Tony, what do you do? And Tony said, I'm an electrician, but I'm a little bit more than your average electrician because I actually can wire computers so that they can talk to each other. Now, back in the 80s, getting computers to talk to each other was totally new. And that guy, Tony, ended up networking every single branch of AIB, because the guy he was talking to was from AIB, every single branch of AIB in the Republic of Ireland and then did them all in the UK. And had he just said, I'm an electrician, he probably never would you have the, that. You needed
1: the added bit you that just gave the intrigue. A yeah, little bit of intrigue exactly, about it. Yeah. Um, th- th- I saw something actually at mm. the Cork Innovates uh, mm-hmm. event in Cork, which was this elevator where you had to go in and you had to pitch something in the elevator. And they suggested I couldn't do it. The thought of it scared the living daylights out of me because it's mm. just not how my brain is wired. Did you, yeah. Do you have to be in the right frame of mind to go in?
0: Well, see, here's the thing. I mean, I work a lot with people on presentation skills and the pitching skills, but uh, most people will tell you, the 60 second pitch is more difficult than any of them because it's a totally different skill. Like you're here chatting away in the radio. You might be your notes and whatever. Um, in the real world, you've only got a snippet. It's very short, very snappy. And that's why you really need to have a really good structure to help you get that message across.
1: Tell me about the, the three points you want to do. The three write.
0: part structure. So there's lots of different ways. But there's one, this one that I normally use with people. It's good because your pitch is not about you. It's about the person listening to you. And the structure stops you from listing off. I do this and I do that. So the, the three parts are what you do, why people need you and how you're different. So the what, why and the how. So the what part, when people ask you what do you do. You don't just say what you are. So for example, if somebody asks you what you do. You don't say I am a tax advisor. You say I help people to pay less tax. So you see the difference. It's a very at, subtle difference. but Just putting yourself, how can you help the person you're talking to or people that they know? So that's that's the first thing, how you help others. The second then, the why, why you exist. You know, and again, some people say, oh, I started my business because I'm really passionate about whatever. Really, that's not a benefit to your listener.
1: Um, you can't be existentialist about this. You have to kind of, you're, you're yeah. there for a reason. Why do they want you as opposed to exactly. why you think they want you? Yeah,
0: exactly. And I came across a business recently called Placelift. It's just a fantastic idea. It's where if you're selling your house or renting your house, they'll come in and they'll give like a facelift to your property. So, so Placelift, I, thought, I think it's a very clever name. So the why for them, the reason why people would need somebody like that to help you is if you are renting your property or selling it, you want to get the biggest bang for your buck. So this company comes in and helps you to make small changes to get you big results.
1: The first two are, are good but the last one is tricky. The how. Yeah, how you get that If you don't get the how right... Your pitch is lost.
0: Well, you see, here's the thing. Sometimes people think they have to have this famous USP, you know, the unique selling proposition. And if you have that, brilliant. But most people don't. They're just a bit different or or a little bit better. So, again, looking at it from the point of view of what are you doing that your competitors aren't? And one way to find out is because sometimes people say, well, I have no, you know, have no USP. I'm not different. Ask your customers. Why do they come to you? You might be surprised. It might be just purely because you've got longer opening hours. You might be more competitive. Maybe your follow up service is better. Just asking uh, and then or even looking at your testimonials. What have people said about you that you can incorporate into not how you're maybe completely unique, but how you're just a little bit different or something you do slightly better than? than others
1: and look nobody starts off as the best you you become the best over time and if you're making a pitch Mm you will be making a pitch because you're the best because you'd be in it in in your own way independently Mm -hmm. if if that was the case so don't be overconfident is probably important
0: no not to be cocky I mean just to be nice to be likeable you know to smile be interested Um, and obviously a lot of the time you need your pitch when you're networking at, at an official network event or even socially but just by actually chatting to people and listening to them, and letting them do most of the talking, and just popping in the little bits of your pitch where it's appropriate. Because the last thing I'm sure you found it yourself. You ask somebody what do you do, and they launch into the whole ah, thing, yeah, and think, "Oh for my an god, hour, yeah. how am I going to get out of this now?" You know. So to just be pleasant, but still have the little key elements to slip in appropriately.
1: One thing that I have found just in my job mm. is that I very quickly can tell if somebody is not being themselves. Even if they're Mm. working in an official capacity, if they're effectively reading from a script or telling you what they think you want to hear and that you know that there's a human being there but you just can't draw it out. That's a problem in a pitch, Mm. isn't it?
0: Mm. Well, here's the thing. You know, you're torn between knowing it so well that you can just say it like, like a conversation so it tumbles off your tongue but not spouting it out there. So one thing I would suggest to people is when you've got your pitch, when you've got the structure, record it onto your phone. Like all the smartphones nowadays they have the voice recording. Get over
1: the fact you don't like the sound of your own voice. Nobody does. Well, maybe... The odd person here and there. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I, I might actually it like
0: yeah, No, most of us don't in fairness. But there you go. If you listen to yourself on the phone and you think, wow, A, I sound dull and boring. Well, then look at where you're going to maybe inflect your voice or drop your voice or yeah. add a bit more enthusiasm. And also it just makes you become comfortable with the word. So not that you're learning by heart, but that it can just be more conversational, more natural.
1: Finally just for people mm. who are listening to this Barbara who are listening to this podcast what should they do right now to get the ball rolling on their perfect pitch
0: Well apart from going to my website because I do have blogs there with lots of tips on how to structure it on, your feet it together, dot on your feet.ie on your feet.ie I would say sit down look at the three things what is it that you're doing for people how do you help them why do they need you and then ask your customers How you're different or
1: better than your competitors. Barbara Moynihan, I'd say you've never had a boring journey in a lift in all of your days. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for talking to us. Barbara Moynihan of onyourfeet.ie, part of the News Talk Lunchtime Vodafone Business Podcast Series. News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy. Thanks to Vodafone. Think forward, get ahead with Vodafone Red Business.